What's up, everybody? We're back at the Par Bar. It's a special episode yes, here on Island Block Radio, Post of the Pacific, where, where paradise, paradise lives. lives. I'm your host, as always, Mr. Rich D. Joining me, Mr. Vince T. Yo, what's up, everybody? Doctor himself, Doctor Twisted. What it do? And all the way from Sacktown. Ho ho! You guys call it Sacktown in the South? Yeah, baby. Yeah. All right. Good with that. <laughs> we got Coach V in the house. Good to be here, baby. Diego, what's up? He's a part of the Item Block family, and uh, man, we're excited to have him here. He happened to be flying through town, uh, handling some business, so we thought we'd uh, join him on, have him on the bar with us. Yes, sir. Have a couple drinks. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, we got dinner a little bit before this. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're all set. Cheers, awesome. fellas. Cheers. 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 One love, brothers. Uh, we are live. We haven't been live, I think, since last uh, November, maybe. It's, no, October. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been and, a while. Uh, but we are now in, in the new dig, so we're trying to get everything set up. We have a new uh, studio system all set up. We got cameras. We got lights. Um, even a so new bartender. Yeah, even a new bartender. <laughs> He's uh, taking photos. He, uh, he succeeded, he succeeded last, last week with his uh, audition. I don't know if he succeeded. He survived. <laughs> he made it through. That was, that was a <laughs> successful su- survival. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, we're excited to have you here, Coach V. Yes. What's man, happening? Good to be here. And God is good. Life is good. Good to be alive, man. Good yes, to be alive. Is. So you was, you're here in uh, San Diego. Give us a little background for those listeners who are on the par bar who might not listen to you on Mondays. Get that Mondays. Yep. Is it 7 o'clock? Yes, sir. 7 o'clock on um, Island Block Radio. Um, but yeah, give us a little background. Yeah, what's up, Diego? What's up, everybody? Viliami Tuiva here. I am juiced to be on the Par Bar show with yeah. the fellas uh, and here in the 619. I'm up in the 916 from Sacramento. Grew up in Pomona. I'm from the island of Tonga. Uh, grew up in Pomona since fourth grade. Graduated from Ganesha High. Attended UC Davis after dropping out multiple times from all kind of colleges and junior <laughs> colleges. So at the age of 22, I walked on to a non-scholarship Division II school. UC Davis changed my life. Uh, learned some championship attributes that actually my parents talk to me about all the time. But it really stuck with me because it was football and something I was passionate about. Um, I was a 23-year-old sophomore. Uh, I retired from bouncing Oiwake <laughs> nightclub. No, no one here is going to be like, well, that's embarrassing. I'm not even a sophomore. Yeah, we're like, man, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, man, I was the oldest guy on the team as Good a sophomore. <laughs> so I walked on there. Uh, that place changed my life. Um, ended up being the captain after I redshirted. I was on academic probation to even get in on school. And I really got a chance to live out my dream of not going to the NFL. I had no aspirations like that. Mine was just to run out on the college football field, uh, make the parents proud, uh, be the first person to graduate, uh, and still the only person of nine kids to graduate from university is what they call down in the islands. But here from UC Davis, uh, got a chance to be a graduate assistant at UC Dav- uh, at Boise State after that. And uh, had a great career there. Left in 2011 to pursue what I do now, which is personal and professional development, keynote speaking. That's just turned into multiple opportunities by the grace of God, some grind, and really grace. When I say that, grace of God is like unmerited uh, favor and blessing in my life. Um, 
I'm married with my wife, Martha, my college sweetheart. They had nothing like her at UC Davis, so I imported her from Sacramento State University from across town. <laughs> imported uh, can mean a lot of things nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put, I'm gonna put no, that out it, there. Not in a bad way. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Different time, different yeah. era. Yeah. They had nothing that looked like her on campus. That, so. that, yeah. that was another show that we did a while back. <laughs> I just don't want nobody to take your words and be like, yo, he imported his wife. <laughs> Just saying, Martha, he said that, Martha, <laughs> not me. Uh, so we have two kids. We live in Elk Grove. Um, so I got a show, the Coach V Show on Island Block Radio every Monday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's a personal and professional development radio show. Nice. Uh, only one of two Polynesians out there in the game. And that's what I do full time. Nice. So a quick question about the one, one of two Polynesians. Uh, you earlier we were talking, we we're having dinner. You said the other one's in Orange County. Yes, yeah, Atema, and I don't know him very well, but he is. He's knocking it out, doing the same thing. But is that is it fair to say maybe in the world, two in the world? It might be because I mean, in every conference that I speak at, I mean, whether it's with the United States Secret Service, LAPD, in law enforcement, or corporate companies, banks. I mean, I'm the only Polynesian speaker mm-hmm. that would be at a various conference. And me, Asatema, and I, again, I don't know him. We've never been in the same space before, but that's all that I know of, yes. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I mean, maybe it's not surprising because it's not a, um, maybe something that we kind of like rec- see our own people in yet. Right. Yeah. In that, in that yeah. space. Yeah. Right? I think they would have crossed paths though, being you're only one of two. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys would have crossed paths being in the same field. Yeah, we just haven't yet. Um, but I will say this. I, I do think personal and professional development, um, any type of success coaching, life coaching, speaking, I mean, they're they're very similar to being like a professor or a coach. Okay. Because when I was in Division One football, it was just myself and Steve Galfusi. Um, were Division One assistant coaches. And then now the head coach at BYU came up and went to Utah. That was Kalani Sitake. So just like anything else, I think um, the movement, if you would say, or I think things are gonna gonna change in that in that realm. But um, anyone out there that's interested in it, please reach out. I'd love to help you get you going with the speaking and and the coaching and all that. Um, and just a little bit, because uh, I think we're gonna dive a little deeper into the speaking part aspect right. of it. But I want to just, uh, why this question is in my mind. Do you see a lot of our people in those seminars? And not Maybe not speakers, but like maybe in the audience. Yeah, so I'm here at uh, Brandon's, um, Brandon Burchard's event. And Brandon is the most followed personal development coach, high performance coach on the planet. Wow. And so it's just me and one other cat from Cambodia uh, that's there right now, some Filipinos, but in that 2,500 person conference, and it's a big conference, so mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ran through anybody yet, yeah. but I'm here to really figure out the basic, the you know, the, the best industry practices and the basic right. fundamentals to that, but in the audience itself, to answer your question, I haven't ran into any Polynesians, Pacific Island people, other than my boy Harry, shout out to my boy Harry. Was staying at the same hotel too. Wait, is that the uh, guy who tagged you in that workout? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah. We happened to be. I just met him last night at the bar. You know, I'm gonna call it the par bar uh, down at the hotel, at the hotel lobby. And then we happened to be in the same. You know, I was in there trying to get skinny. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, 
Once again, guys, you guys are on Island Block Radio, Postal Pacific, where paradise lives. We're here with Coach V yep. of the Coach V Show on Mondays at 7 p.m. Yep. on Island Block Radio. Uh, getting to know Coach V, and, and for us, we kind of know him because we've been through, uh, uh, we met, what, two weeks ago? Three, a month yep. ago? About yep. a month ago. Yeah, about a month ago now. Yeah. Um, for the first time face-to-face. Uh, I've known about you because I've seen you down here in San Diego about two years ago. You were doing a seminar with uh, a local uh, legend, I would say, or well-known person, Siao Si Mao. Shout out Ramana. Yeah. Um, but i also seen you on random videos through YouTube where you're speaking, and I've seen, and I watched them, obviously, you know, because you're like, you're in that, um, that hole that's YouTube, and you just see like a Polynesian dude that's speaking, you're like, motivational speaker, like, let me click on this. Right. And I hear you speaking, and you're walking, you know, up and down the, the aisles, and you're, you know, you're getting people pumped up. Yeah. Um, What's some of the more standout um, audiences you've had or where you, you've spoken at? Yeah, I, I, I am pretty fortunate when I talk about grace being undeserved favor and unmerited favor. Um, so I've, you can name it from law enforcement to banks, 28 plus industries. And where the grace and the blessing and the opportunity is even more amazing is just the fact that in every one of these industries, I have no industry experience or expertise, mm. but yet they bring me into these places, universities, schools, down from middle schools all the way to athletic, um, the whole athletic teams for a college campus, over 28 plus industries that goes from farmers insurance, jack in the box, corner bakery, Denny's. Popeyes in over eight markets, Umpqua Bank. I mean, the list can just go on. And Edward Jones, you could go down that list. But really, I mean, versus the brand that I've spoken to, what's been the most intriguing is that people are people. They have uh, dreams, uh, hopes, and across the board. Yeah, yeah, across the board, that they everyone has a dream and they want to create. They want to feel like their life means something. That at this end of this thing, whether you die tragically like Kobe did, that you loved people, right? That your life had some form of value and relevance and that you left some type of legacy once it is that you leave. The other thing that I found most intriguing is that in these industries that I visited with that, it's usually not the industry practices that they're missing, but they're missing the life stuff. Not only in their performance, but also in their fulfillment. And I find that very intriguing. So I'm the life guy that they bring in to speak about those things. We say uh, the life things are missing. Uh, are you referring to maybe some things that are outside of that uh, financial part of it? Like they're missing something in their life. And yeah. they need to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. So I think the majority of us understand that you can't hit what you don't target or sight to hit in terms of goals, dreams, hopes, and aspirations. I think a lot of people are missing and they're getting the success and the achievement or they're missing that. And a lot of people are missing on the joy, peace, happiness, fulfillment, and love, oh, right? Yeah. And then if you look at the 16 life principles that I talk about from my book, Life Champion, is, well, then why? Is it faith or self-belief? Is it inability to deal with struggle or adversity? Or is it relationship problems in terms of teamwork? right? The inability to change because we all know for things to change, we must change. And if you don't change, nothing changes. But if you do change, everything changes, mm -hmm. which I call transformation. And then the next 
The next 12 are character, integrity, work ethic, discipline, respect, commitment, really an audacity and a vision, the dream, skill set, the proper attitude that you can actually finish what it is that you started and that whether it is that you can finish and win, but how do you adjust whether you win or lose and then go after the process all over again? Because I mean, how many times does Monday come after Sunday? It's going to come back around again. And how many times is winter going to come after fall? It's going to keep coming around again. So the cycle of life goes into which I talk about. Here's a process from faith and self-belief that ends with finish and win and then do it all again. What is that process for you? Then you take a goal, dream, hope, or aspiration. You write that down, then reverse engineer it in terms of your calendar so that you can achieve it. But most people won't even do that. And they don't even know that that's something that's available to them in their that life. That they might need to do. Oh, yeah. Right. Especially if you're a professional, right? Because right. if you're a professional and you're, you're, you have people that work for you or under you or you're leading a team, hey, here's the goal. This is what the policies are. How are we going to do it systematically so we can achieve this goal? Right. Right? So. And then once you get there, having to restart that process of what's your next goal. That's right. Right? Because oh, okay. it's. Because yeah. this thing called life, it don't ever end unless right. you die to today. You got to wake up tomorrow and do something to put food on the table, right? So just what are those things? And really, again, the, the most amazing thing is, is witnessing the human spirit to l- just look and believe in some shit that's out there. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, like this show, like streaming now and studio lights, right? To start from somewhere and then have a goal and go out and achieve it. I think that is just intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is, I mean, part of the process, right? You set, you set the goal. You, you set the, the goal. goal you meet and the then goal. You, or you don't reset, meet the goal. You reset another goal. That's right. But you, but you set the bar higher to challenge yourself. Yeah, or you try to fill in the basic fundamentals that you think they're missing. So I love using sports analogies, right? So the one thing that even though people hate the Patriots, and I'm actually a 49er fan, I'm a big fan of the Patriot way, right? right? That it's about the brand. It's about the team over the individual. And they're not going to win the Super Bowl every year, right? They got knocked out, what, in in the... in the wild, wild card, card. Yeah. in the wild card yeah, this year. But guess what? They have a process to how to approach life that increases and gives them every opportunity to win and succeed. So I never bet against those guys. So talking about the Patriots, since you, you're a big football guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talk about the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I mean, leading up to the Super Bowl, we end up talking about the Patriots, right? Yeah. But they weren't because, even playing. It's because of the program they run there. Yep. That's just... It's phenomenal. There's something about that program that it changes people's lives. Right. And changes individuals. Randy Moss. Right. You know? Right. Had big issues, went there, fixed it all up. Same thing with, well, I mean, we tried with Brown, right? But that didn't work out so well. But he can get, he can get there still. He yeah, can get yeah. there still. You know, he still has a chance. Um, but yeah, there's something about that program over there. And do you think it's, you know, do you think it's Bill that's sitting, sitting there setting up that program? Or do you think that's coming from even the office behind him? Yeah, I think just like the success of this show and all of the community impact that I've heard that all of you have at this table is that I think it's a team effort. Um, I think that each person understands their role. There's a goal. And then, like you said, they can really transform the nature and the attitude of a person to be about team. Mm-hmm. But then like Antonio Brown, that if it doesn't work, they're going to cut your ass loose. Right. Because this is how we do it. This yeah. is our process. So I think from the ownership to Bill and then having a, a trigger man that's the centerpiece for 
two decades now, having Tom Brady as the centerpiece, because everybody knows in football, the number one person is the quarterback. Yep. So they have had a centerpiece in terms of the player side that's also now politically on, on a sports team. There's the leadership and the influence and empowerment that comes from the front office and the coaching staff. But then there's an empowering individual like a Tom Brady, whether you like his ass or not. Mm-hmm. Like that kid, that dude has the locker room and he holds that down right. in terms of this is how we do things, right. fellas. Right. Right. So I think the combination of that is just so it's and, and I don't need to say it for it to be so and it's not because I say so but I mean it's a winning formula they have that just like yeah. you guys have here with the show um man it's funny that, that meme of uh, that like meme of Tom Brady just popped in my head where he tries to high five he puts his hand up <laughs> and, and no one high fives him for like yeah. five people straight <laughs> it's like well you gotta like him man <laughs> but he's a leader you know what I mean yeah, no doubt. And and so a lot of people will try to attest things. So you look at the uh, Browns, mm. right? And who's their quarterback? Remember his the dude from Oklahoma? Um, oh. Um, what's my guy's name? Johnny Manziel? Or after him? So Johnny the, the, the current, um, the current quarterback oh, right now. Uh, he's from Oklahoma. God, he's on all those commercials. Can't think of his name right now. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing way more commercials than he is winning football games. And that's the, that's what I'm talking about here. So is that a like, winning process, though? Yeah, so it, it shows, though, if you look at all these young guys that have all these commercials and making all this money doing that, it's just evident, not because I say so, but it's not a winning formula. For me sitting here at this table, not knowing all the ins and outs, right? Right. But it looks like he's a great leader and people follow him in the locker room right. and all that. But that's why I can't hate on Tom Brady because that dude gets results. Yeah. Right? It's like uh, Lamar Jackson actually this year. Because it was it was oh, funny because yeah. I was seeing the guy from the Browns. He was on all these commercials. And I didn't see Lamar Jackson on any commercials yet. And I was yeah, like, yeah. why? I mean, like, you have a great quarterback who's actually pretty humble about who he is. He doesn't really talk <clears> trash. He just he even checked on the reporter. He, like, he smashed into this year. And, um, <laughs> like, there's no commercials. But he's winning games. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to me, that that's... That doesn't make any sense, but, you know, I guess whatever does good for your bank account. You know, at the time, maybe. Maybe that's not what sure. he wants. Yeah, maybe it's not what he wants. Who? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Maybe, I don't maybe know. he's not that kind of spotlight kind of guy. Yeah, maybe he's like, I don't like Yeah, He's humble. He's the kind of like Kawhi Leonard. You know what I mean, who? Kawhi Leonard. From, oh, right, right, right. From I can the, see that. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he, Kawhi is just very straight to the point. Let me go here, do my job, and get paid. Who's uh, Marshawn Lynch? Yeah. Oh. Nah, he's he, funny. Yeah, the way he approaches uh, um, yeah. So let, let, let me focus on, on some of the conferences you have done. You know, I think we, I kind of said, you know, which ones stand out. Have you ever had an instance where you're like, man, this is a rough crowd. Let me let me try to pump these guys up even more. Yeah, like yeah. the middle school crowd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think uh, from my experience, law enforcement. <clears throat> Ooh. Law enforcement is because, and and rightfully so, is they don't really give a shit who you are. Mm-hmm. It's just whether right offhand is can you win their trust and you can open up your heart and speak so transparent about some real stuff that they'll let their guard down and open up their heart and listen to some of the things you have to say. Because mm. the law enforcement industry, they really don't give a shit about titles or anything like that. Is whether you're real and that they can trust and your sincerity is also equates and connected to facts, right? And will it help them? Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the tougher crowds 
<clears throat> and then also for me, in terms of self-doubt, is, you know, when I'm the conference speaker for the Farmers Insurance California Conference, and there's a thousand insurance agents out there, and I'm going, what the hell am I doing here? I never even sold insurance, right? But I'm there just to talk about the life stuff that could be very valuable. And talking about Lamar Jackson, I think that's one of the main things everyone is dealing with in the personal and professional development space is talking about this distraction and not having focus. You know, in the streets in Pomona, we talk, hey, man, don't ever forget that the main thing is the main thing, right? And talking about Lamar Jackson, that dude's focused up. He's not doing all these commercials and stuff like that. But how many of us will stop multitasking and focus on one thing that's absolutely important? In fact, the numbers show that the majority of Americans and people in general know what the hell they should be doing, but they don't do it anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? Agreed. So in terms of that, in terms of personal and professional development is, man, focus up. Don't multitask. Make sure you know what are the most important tasks that you have to do for the day. And if you write it down, don't create a to-do list and then look at the to-do list and it's still all the same shit that was sitting there, right? Okay. Like actually make the changes in the transformation in your life. And I'm not trying to discount people's circumstances or what they're going through, but just some real talk, right? What I call hashtag real talk is a lot of people talk about it, but will they change? We'll find out. Right. And that that's funny because, <clears throat> um, I mean, I've, I'm, I, Myself, I'm sure, like maybe some of you guys, like I'm, I, I want to multitask because when I was growing up, it was always, you're not a multitasker. You need to be able to do more than one thing at one time. You know, you got to get all this stuff done. And so you would knock it out or try to knock it all out, but then you try to get d- enough done so it's noticed that you did something, but you weren't able to complete it. Yeah, yeah. Right? As I've gotten older, um, I try to sit there and focus on those things like, hey, these two things need to be done today. I need to send out these proposals today. These will be done by the end of the day. Yeah. And if I at least I get those two things done, then those are two things off my list. And then I try to multitask the last, the next three. And then the next day I try to put two things, at least I'm going to get done. And, and that way, maybe, you know, maybe it's not the best process. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Coach Rico. But so, but so far it's working. I mean, <laughs> at least some things are getting done. Like, you know, today I had to get things done for the boys ball team correct so i'm sitting there and i'm making sure their sponsorship packages are going out to different companies um luckily we got some sponsorships to come back um as which uh mark i gotta send you a sponsorship package (laughs) (laughs) well that one didn't go out (laughs) well that's tomorrow (laughs) return to sender (laughs) denied what does that mean um but you know what i mean like i think that's kind of something that we've kind of been taught like in, in, in school a little bit is that you have to multitask, right? So you're going through school, you have six periods. Like you're supposed to get English done, math done, history done, science done, some uh, physical education, and then maybe whatever your elective is, right? Right. Mm. Then you got to go home and you got to finish all that homework. Right. Right? Yeah. So you got to focus. The focus is homework, but within homework is six tasks, mm-hmm. right? So then you kind of like try to get all that done and being the C student I was, you know, obviously I didn't get any of that shit done. You know what I mean? Like I was like, okay, I'm going to do three of these things. Right. Right. Do you think that's something that culturally we've learned over the years or maybe I'm just the lazy shit that I am? No, no. 
I mean, especially in the 80s and 90s, I think in personal and professional development and being what would be uh, attributed to a person that can get a lot of stuff done is multitasking was accepted. But really right now it's not. I mean, scientifically it is proven um, that especially men, we are unable to multitask. We think that we are switching and we have multiple focuses when, when in fact, we're just switching very rapidly between tasks. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. And in between tasks, what is actually going on is the same thing that happens to our phones in terms of data being processed and moved from one app or one, one system to another is there's a buffer. And when oh, there's a buffer, you, talk, you talking my job, baby. Right? Yeah, Rich is IT. He's like, yeah. so I understand all this shit. Buffer. Every now and then, you'll see Rich do this, and you'll see the wheel spinning. <laughs> so yeah, so so when you buffer, what happens is there's an increase in the probability to make mistakes. Right. Thus, driving and being on your cell phone, men especially. Like men can't watch Sports Center and listen to their wives at the same time. Oh hell no! Well, no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean that, that is physically impossible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're the first. That's not just you know that's genetics. That just happens. That <laughs> no question. Right? Yeah, no question. Scientific be, proof. Boom. <laughs> it, approved. It may not even be genetic. It just might be by choice. Yeah, I'm gonna that, go. I'm gonna go with genetics, Mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the same. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah um, so, so tell me what was the or you know what? Let's nah, let's keep it going. Um, what was that turning point in like your life, or that made you make that? that motivate you. Yeah, that made it, you where you made that right. Where you're like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna speak. I wanna oh, yeah. I wanna motivate some people because I'm motivated by this event, and I think this is gonna help people, and I want to help people do this. Yeah, so really, I think that everyone that's in the personal and professional development space is all about empowerment and influence. It's not to motivate or give people energy for a specific moment, but really offer to them some solutions that can give them a way to live their general life. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you live an everyday way of living that gives you an opportunity to access success and achievement, as well as a joy, peace, happiness, fulfillment, and love? Mm -hmm. And so me, I just get off in terms of this empowerment game. So to me, empowerment is knowledge plus accountability equals empowerment. So knowledge is the personal professional development, it's the academics, it's the, the industry standards, the training. The accountability now is what's also called standards. It's accountability from the leadership side, but from mm -hmm. interna internally, when you're the frontline person, you don't like the word accountability. You like the word standards because accountability means it's my fault if shit goes wrong. Right. Right. <clears throat> and then now accountability is also the daily practices and habits, the daily habits and practices that you do every single day. When you combine those things, what you create is you would hope is an empowered individual. And do you know what empowered individuals can do? Anything. anything. I was going to say about anything. Anything. So, but what, when you don't have the knowledge and the accountability piece, because any person who is actually accountable, but they feel asked or demanded to now perform outside their ability to perform or know what happens, you get frustrated. Right. Right. So then what that, that now creates is when you lack the training or the knowledge or the information to really do your job, what you now get is entitlement, blame, complain versus empowerment. 
So from this side of that equation, knowledge plus power, knowledge plus <clears throat> knowledge plus accountability equals empowerment is. So when you're the speaker, you're about influence and empowerment, not entitling people to anything. That this deal is going to take a lot of hard work. Mm. It's going to take time and perseverance. So patience might be waiting and seeing. Right. To me, success, achievement, as well as joy, peace, happiness, fulfillment, raising kids, being married is a perseverance game. It's a work and see, not a wait and see. Right. So I just get off on that. And then the amount of money that was being offered to do that for 20 minutes to, you know, it's anywhere between 25 minutes to $200 a minute mm. to be a professional speaker. And that just amazed me that now I could be an entrepreneur and now I could do what I love, but I could be with who I loved and work once or twice a week and be at all the kids' events, drop them off at school. So then I started designing my life to fit those things. Oh, gotcha. Mm. Um, and so it was just the idea of those two, combining those two things and seeing individuals, maybe combining those things under you or from your, from some of the courses yep. and watching that kind of happen and be like, damn, that's awesome. Yeah. And plus I have to say, I mean, I'm not the originator of any of these concepts, no, no, no. right? Yeah. yeah it's I like mean, what Tony Robbins. I mean, so many people from Les Brown to scripture. From Is the Les Bible. Brown the one that like, Almost look like that guy. You got to be hungry. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, like all these guys, John Maxwell, right? And all of these greats that have come before me, from the Mother Teresa's to the Bruce Lee quotes, right? Right. Like that's the professional development space. Nobody, in fact, originated it, but the fact that we could take such a life approach to transforming a person from the inside out to let them know that the mistake it is that you made, that's not who you are. Mm. So don't blame yourself for that. Just change the habit or what it is that you're doing to now get the outcomes or the joy, peace, happiness think, you want. I think it now it's like, I, I'm seeing it like kind of wrapping my head. It's kind of like having a, when you say Coach V now, it's kind of like having a coach because when you're in high school, you're playing ball, you have a coach. Guys, someone who's there to motivate you, get you to where you need to be. Put you in that mindset. To put you in that mindset, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And then you have the will to go fighting on. Right. I think what happens after high school, you go into college, right? Now you're supposed to be a little bit self-motivated, and you are. You are self-motivated. Mm. But then you drop into work. The work of that nine to five, that eight to five. And that motivation. That's the real grind yeah, right and there. And that motivation, no longer do you have a coach or you know a teacher, you just have a boss. And that drive starts like diminishing if you have a shit boss, especially, right? Mm -hmm. You have that bad boss who's just constantly sitting there like just drilling at you. It's like, damn, man, I don't even do this shit no more. Yeah, like, nothing there to motivate you or right. coach you along. Yeah. yeah so, you know, you don't have a coach anymore. You don't have that dude that's in there trying to motivate you. You have the guy that's kind of like putting all these, this crap on you. Mm -hmm. And then that's kind of like the motivational part. Am I getting it all? In a, in a way, because I do feel, again, going back to the empowerment equation, I think great managers and great leaders are empowering yes. people. Yes, I, I, I believe I that 100%. 100%. Right? Yep. 100%. Because they I, empower their people. Right. Boss, bosses, shit, that shit is 80s. Yeah. And, and with from, from the Me Too movement to even soldiers now on the battlefield, they no, they no longer take a, an order as an order. They want to know why. Yeah. You know, and they, people want to have a purpose. And they want to be empowered to, to, to do things. And as a leader in the various projects that I'm in, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for people that are empowered. And, and 
motivation is what it's called and that's part of it but motivation is just the spark but how can someone get a spark or some direction from me so that can they can freaking self-motivate themselves exactly direct themselves mm-hmm. right have the self-confidence and the self-belief in themselves change the shit in their life cut the motherfuckers out of their life that have been dragging their ass down and then be accountable and man up or woman up put your big boy pants or your big girl pants on and go out there and get what you freaking want stop blaming people right because this is the united states of america you can't wake up in china and just be like i'm gonna go out and be a motivational speaker today or in syria or iraq or north korea right only in america can somebody like me that came here you know, I was an illegal alien, became a resident alien in 2010, became an American citizen, that you could be in a country like this, that even if the split of his politics can go, why not me? Yeah. And then yeah. the response isn't a verbal one. It's what the hell you're going to do about it with your actions. actions. Right? Yep. So, yeah. In, 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 in my game, that's really how I approach it mm-hmm. versus giving someone energy or telling someone what to do. I, I answer questions with a question so people feel empowered that they came up with their own solutions. What I feel really I do is I stir people's heart, mind, and soul so that they come up with their own solutions and the directions and the priorities for right. their life. Right. That's what I was going to say, but what happens when you, when you answer that question with an answer or with a question and they don't have that answer? You have to kind of yep. motivate and guide them there to find that answer on their own. Yeah, because yeah, because really, when we talk about being a champion or a life champion, which was what I talk about all the time, I mean, transformation, success, love, romance, marriage, man, it's an inside game. Right. Mm. So if you can find your own answers or have the willingness and the intention to go, I don't give a, I don't give a damn what the hell is going to happen here. I'm going to go out here and figure this shit out. Right. Right. So that, that's really what I feel that I do. The motivation is definitely part of it because I am high energy out there. Right. Um, and I get the crowds engaged and all that. But really, it's, it's bringing value and asking the person in the audience or because I have 20 one-on-one clients mm-hmm. that I coach from my home office once a month. And so they hire me to also put them through a curriculum that they would look at their life. It's like, so you got a mission and vision statement for the company, right? So how come you don't have a mission and vision statement for your personal life? So you got all these agendas and dates on the calendar for everything that's important for work. So how come the family vacation, what you're doing for your your son or daughter's birthday? So why are you not designing and being professional about your personal life? Because that's why people start to feel this, um, what's so-called this work-life balance is because they fail to lack to prioritize the things that really matter and bring relevance Mm -hmm. and color and life into their life. Do you really think you're going to give a shit about how much money you made or your titles or your achievements or awards on the deathbed? It's just like, did I love my family? Did I make a significant difference in my community? And will people remember me as being a good person? But ironically, the irony of life is you still got to wake up and pay bills every day too yeah. right yeah yeah <laughs> that was, that was my that's, question. A, that's the balance right yeah. that's the balance yeah that's the priority we yeah. can call it balance we can call it whatever you call want it justification yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's funny because um so where i work i work with the law clerks judges and things like that yes sir um and one of the judges uh 
once law clerk for one of the Supreme Court justices, mm-hmm. and he had said that his one of his ways of um, when his term was up, the law clerk's term was up for the judge. Before they left, they were supposed to write a obituary mm. uh, as if they were dying, and so they would write it, you know, whatever. And he said he would they would read it out, and he goes, he goes, I just want you to to know that you inside that obituary you wrote for yourself. You didn't mention how much money you made. Mm-hmm. You didn't mention any of oh, your accolades, shit. your awards, any of your cases. He goes, I want you to understand that you wrote, you want to be remembered to be loved. He goes, he's only had one person ever write, I want everybody to remember how much my car meant, my car's meant to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was a single dude at the time. But that said. activity brought perspective. Yeah. And that's joy to that person's life. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, yeah. so here's my question: How do you how do you change that perspective, or how would you get people to think about that at least? So yep. Something that might be stuck in their ways of maybe only money driven. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that might be the only thing that matters to them. Yeah, that's a great that's a great question, and a basic fundamental approach from the personal professional development space is, I mean, why would people change, mm. right? So. In the in out the basic fundamental approach is this: Well, people change because something new came into their life, right? Something new came out from within their life, or life said your eyes better change or else. Mm. So people have those three choices. Yeah, they come to me because I am now being known as one of these people that can help people perform better. So it's for their performance. They don't know really when they sign up for me, I make sure that they focus on the stuff that really matters while I help them perform better. So basic performance has to do with the basic fundamentals and best practices of your industry. Right. And if you do those things, the outcomes become what it is that you're... There's already processes and systems. What they lacked is the discipline to actually do the stuff it is that they should be doing. And then so then now they're blaming it on another person or a manager versus just manning up or womaning up and do that because of the fact that they're grateful that they have a job instead of looking at it as I hate this job. And one of the best things that I just heard at this Brendan Bouchard conference here is that anything you hate, everything around that dies. So you hate your job and that job dies, then what? Perspective, damn, I shouldn't have hated my job. So then your attitude now changes, but now it's too late, right? Coach, I got a question now. Have you ever run across, and and if so, how do you deal with this type of person? Where you get a person who doesn't really know themselves, Mm. who they are, or about themselves. They just kind of float through life go with the flow but if you were to ask them tell me about you yep. you as a person tell me who you are and they just look at you with that puzzled look and they I don't know how, how do you deal with trying to get somebody like that to learn themselves yep. and then on top of that try to motivate them Yeah, great, great question so first and foremost I gotta say that I don't care who you are Every freaking life on this planet is epic. I mean, do you guys know that um, we now, as science, can see a trillion stars all around us? But as we look around and find all those trillion stars, we can't find a trace of humanity out there. That's how special we are as people, right? It's anywhere between 
one in two million to one in two billion to one odds of even being born. So people, just to be born is epic. Any one of our life stories, if we told our stories, it would be epic. So versus starting to try to help someone by being the solution, I build a profile on any individual client and say, hey, tell me your story. And when somebody actually tells their story or writes their story down, they start to remember the epic things that they had to overcome to get where they are today. If you're 40 something years old, you've been through some stuff to get where it is that you are today. Probably even a couple of divorces, some lost kids, kids that were lost in a miscarriage. And then it starts to give again this word perspective right? That you are value, that you are valuable. What needs to be changed are your daily habits and activities, right? Now, I also have to say this, that if you have some real stuff that's traumatic that you've had to deal with in your life, you got to go see somebody. You, you don't come to a success coach or a life coach. Right, right, right. Go get some real treatment, Right. You know, because that's not what I do. I'm not a PhD in psychology and all that. Right. I teach and I'm an expert on life and how to approach life. But if you really got some issues. So I know this, Pete, to get to your question now, after I premise it that way, is this, that no one can be anything or help anyone else and pour from a cup that they don't have to pour from. So if you don't know yourself, you are going to have all kind of misunderstandings. You're going to have all kind of issues in life. But when you know and love yourself, there's some magic in that, mm-hmm. right? So like you look at all of the people that have overcome. I mean, how many people told Jeff Bezos he's crazy? How many people? Millions of people. How many people told uh, Bill Gates he's crazy? Millions of people told that dude he's crazy, right? How many people told Walt Disney that he lacked creativity, Right? But so when you know yourself, what you're able to do is able to find the things and get into this momentum of life, get on the right track, and the things that you attract is amazing. So so people, once they tell their profile and speak about their things, they realize that the true value of who they are. No one on the planet has the same retina and the same fingerprint. Nobody. Nothing on this planet in nature does not have a purpose. And people say, well, you know, people keep telling me I'm unique, but I like the same thing that guy likes. No, being unique and special, God's creation, you know, created in the limit image and the likeness of he who created us. That doesn't mean other people aren't created to also do the same thing. It doesn't mean you do one thing and you're better than anybody else. Everybody on this planet has to earn it. They got to grind for it. And if that means you feel sorry for yourself, you need to just man up and roll. But if you really have some real issues, if you look at your life and detail and journal out, this is what I've been through. Let go because your past and who it is and the stuff that you've been through has no relevance of the future. Even today, the circumstances that we face today as a humanity or individual as people, if we change what we do tomorrow, the outcomes now change. So when I start putting some of those things into those people's ear, they're like, damn, maybe I got a shot. No, you do have a shot. It's not just a mere possibility. These things become inevitable if you put down the daily habits and the daily activities. Mm. And not because Coach V says so either. Right, right, right. Man, this is just how this stuff rolls, right? I agree. Man, it's a lot to intake. I'll tell you that. It'll be... But it's awesome. Once again, man, you guys with with uh, the Bar Bar, yeah. with Coach V from Coach the Coach V, v Show. Yep. 
on Mondays at 7 p.m. Hey, you're on Idle Block Radio, Post of the Pacific, where, where paradise, paradise lives. lives. And uh, we want to give a shout out to CCF. Yep. It's going to be happening on March 28th. Yes, for uh, those of you who've never experienced the Tomorrow Cultural Festival, mm. March 28th at Cal State San Marcos. It's a free event, free parking. There's going to be plenty of vendors there, plenty of food. And of course, of course, your boys from the Par Bar are going to be there up in the beer garden. That's Coast. it. In the beer garden. And. We we may be on we may be on the stage doing a little MCing. We don't know yet. Um, Depends how many it, years. It may have. it may be the first. It may even be the last time we do it. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on uh, how the beer garden goes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey, forty to sixty. I'm pretty sure that might happen. <laughs> um, uh, yes, come on down. March 28th. It's a Saturday. I said free event. All day deal. It starts at uh, 9 p.m. and goes till 6 p.m. Yep. Yes. Um, like I said, once again, free event, plenty, plenty of parking. Come on out, check it out. Check out the entertainment. Check out the cultural uh, booths that are going to be set up. And more importantly, man, come and check out your boys at the Par Bar. And I must say, uh, over at, um, at at the Par Bar up in the Beer Garden, man, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We yeah. we drink. We have music ready for you guys. We have guests that come on the show. This year, we have people from Island Block Radio coming down. That's right. Hopefully, one of my two things I got to knock out. That, that's tomorrow, too? Huh? No, that's not tomorrow. Oh, okay. Uh, we have time, though. And, and walk by and talk shit, please. You're going to get <laughs> yeah. smashed. Yeah, because huh? we, we have a great success plan that's going to make you fail. Yeah. Come by and <laughs> Go ahead. Come by and hit yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> if you successfully drink eight beers, you will be drunk. <laughs> Guaranteed. Put that in your daily planning. Uh, no, quick well, question. We are, okay. once again, with Coach V, uh, the Coach V show on Mondays. Yep. Uh, I've seen your sh- I, I listened to your show a couple times. I appreciate um, that. It's, I actually uh, listen to you why I do my two things usually and set up my next day. That's great. Nice. Yeah, and that's why. I like my, that. Like, I'll like set up kind of things of what I want to do, want to get done for the week, add my new, my new topics. And then, uh, yeah, but I also put family in there. Yeah. Families. So families, it's probably like a 70-30. Like, I'm more family than work because I always want That's my family. That's so awesome. Yeah. Like, I have to focus on my family more than anything else. Uh, at least I think so. I don't know. My wife might be watching, so she be like probably sitting there calling it bullshit. Lying ass. <laughs> Lying ass. He's full of shit. Oh, the right com- common sex is going all on fire. <laughs> um, but it, uh, to me, it does. Um yeah, I, I love spending more time with my family. Um, so that that's and if you guys are out there and you're listening right now, I'm telling you, it basically just free seminars is what he has on Mondays. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and he, you could tell that you do your homework every Monday. Yeah. Like you, you've written out what you're going to speak about. You've kind of sat there and bounced it back left and right. Yeah. And you've come back and you're like, okay, well, well let me change this up a little bit. Um, like. We come here, we have like maybe three lit things written down. Because <laughs> and we just go with it. But I mean, that's part of our format, right? Yeah. That's part that's of our format. the magic formula, right? Right. Yeah. It's, just, it's sure, a little yeah. bit of winging, a uh, lot of bit of winging. A lot of winging. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of bit of winging it. And like three tonight. lines written down. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about tonight. We are like bald know, eagles home. being born and thrown out the nest. We're going to fly or not, but we might hit the ground every once in a while. We're going to get some air. We're going to get some air time. Well, we flapping, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we, we got one wing. 
I'm like a I'm like a canoe in the in the ocean with no wind behind my back. <laughs> Just go. Yeah, we waiting. Um, we were with Coach V though. Uh, let me ask you something about the cultural part of of what you started doing. Um, like you said, you there's only two of you that we were aware of. Yeah, yeah. Currently, um, has that impacted? Like, what did your family think about that? When you're your mom and dad, yeah. where you're like, mom, dad, I'm going to be a motivational, motivational speaker. speaker. And she was like, probably speaking to you in Tongan, like, <laughs> what the? <laughs> Can't yeah, even get yeah. you to clean your room. About and you're like, <laughs> now you're going to go. How can I motivate motiv- you to do this yard? <laughs> go motivate you to weed whack this goddamn front yard. Shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> motivational speaker, my ass. I mean, you said you're one of nine. Yeah. Are you oh, like wow. the oldest, middle? Yeah, I'm the fourth oldest, fourth. But, but the the oldest and the the favorite child. <laughs> Let's just put that on there, Coach. Let's put that what? on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Because, I mean, there has to be those um, those kind of like pivotal points where it might be yeah. you know, running with some of your brothers, your sisters, and, you know, maybe your dead mom and dad a little bit. It's like, what is that? Yeah, so, you I went mean. To, you went to college for football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. He's like, yeah. Well, I graduated college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just really intriguing, right? It's like um, I was one of two uh, assistant Tongan coaches in NCAA football at the time uh, when I was doing that. One of the things that my parents have always been with me is been just supportive. Mom and pops are cool, and my brothers and sisters they uh, they never really have a say. I, I was the only cat. I left. I left home. Uh, and I never came back in 1999. Mm. You know, uh, when you say home, you mean Pomona? Pomona. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then my graduate assistant job was $380 a month. I was just trying to do the same thing I did when I was poor back in Pomona. It's just trying to make it one day at a time. Mm. And so my parents really didn't, because when I told people I was going to UC Davis, people told me, like, my own counselors were like, you can't get into Davis. You know, a UC system, maybe a state system. You got to take care. You got to take some classes over. But fortunately, I'm blessed with amazing parents that one thing they've always been good at, uh, even though we were poor and it was nobody's fault. Mm. That's just like every immigrant family, right? Right. Uh, Four families in one household. When Sunday came around, all the boys, when it was summer, we we showered in the backyard in the hose while all the girls showered, you know, for church. Yeah. You know that's just how it was. Um, I never, I never got any kickback from anybody because people just knew. The one thing I've always been is that I've never been the smartest, the most talented at anything, but my intention was always pure, and whatever it is I tried to do, I could do. I didn't think it would take this long. Um, I thought I'd get out of college football in 2010, 2011. In 2013, I'd be a millionaire already. And here we are, 2020, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I'm a hundred thousand there, but I'm not even close to being a millionaire. Right. But it's about to be on. And I'm yeah. just grateful for the support that I've gotten uh, and the multitude of companies that look at a guy who, again, has no industry expertise and or experience and giving me an opportunity. So I've had, I haven't had to face any of that, uh, you know, backlash or my... My brothers and sisters already know I'm crazy. Yeah, you know I'm the only one that went to college, and I'm. He's was, like, he's over there like, who speaks the best English? <laughs> Who speaks? That's Yo, what I thought. 
Thanksgiving, yeah. Thanksgiving got to be crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. And even though I might oh, be, here comes yeah. Big V, yeah, Mr. College graduate. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I might, I might be starting to get some national notoriety being on Island Block Radio. I mean, that's that's just awesome to me. Cool. But really, the person in my family that's worldwide known is my my brother Simon, Simon Puponatui Kuivai, and uh, he's like the Tongan cultural curator for the world. Oh, really? oh, no Everywhere way. I go, like I'll be down here in San Diego, and they're like, "Are you Simon's brother?" No, Simon <laughs> is my brother. <laughs> That's, isn't Simon, isn't all, Simon older than you? It's all perspective, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's just keeping it real. I mean, my man is like a master decorator. He knows the stuff for the cultural traditions. He cool. speaks. We both speak the language, but he knows how to speak it in a formal way. That's, right, um, right. you know, the real eloquent and then also traditional way of speaking Tongan. You just know all and, the bad words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just speak English. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I do, man. And they asked me, hey, we need this amount of money for this. So I'm like, cool, I could send that. Yeah, you know, you know how it is, family. Uh, let me ask you some of the things you have coming up. Yeah. Because, um, so are most of your, your events, are they pretty much uh, inclusive or exclusive? Yeah, so most of them are exclusive where the company hires me. I'm doing a community event for the Sacramento Asian Peace Officers Association this coming uh, Tuesday in Sacramento. Uh, hit me up. You can DM me on either LinkedIn, um, LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, just at Coach Villiami, and I can get you that. Uh, but the future really for me entails that I'm going to take everything I do online. Okay. So online training. Uh, so right now I'm currently doing speaking corporate coaching every other quarter for certain corporate brands nationally okay. and then I'm doing one-on-one -on -one coaching with clients I got 20 right now I'm going to carry 30 this next month I'll add 30 more people and then this online training space where I'm going to put on like this is what champions do to win succeed and gain fulfillment in life leadership and business and then also uh, to train people how to be professional speakers online in mm -hmm. terms of online courses and then the, the third part to that, after the speaking, the coaching, and online coaching is these live seminars and conferences okay. where I'm really looking into formulating a team and then launching live seminars. The Release Your Champion seminar is a three-hour seminar that takes five hours with, with all kind of networking and meals um, and then translating that into 2021 into a multi-day multi event. Do you have like a... Uh, do you have... Sorry, I was going to ask them, so the people out there that are listening, and if they want to book you, yep. how, how can they get a hold of you to do that? Yeah, so you could just either connect with me via LinkedIn on a DM or Facebook or, or Instagram. My staff, Javon Luke, is my team director. My staff will send over a booking link mm -hmm. that'll just have the ABCs of what you're looking for, the date, the time, the who, what, where, when, how, why, budget, what you want me to wear and all that, and when the date of your event and where it is, the address, and then my team will let me know, will funnel through that and let me know the ones that we should be taking a look at. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, so you said you have one in Sacktown? Uh, uh, coming up, an event? Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday um, is a free event as well for the community. Really? So they hired me and they, they actually paid me to come, but they're doing free law enforcement training. It's called the Sacramento Asian Peace Officers Association. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yep. that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Um, 
I've been trying to get away from saying like stuff like crazy and dope. Apparently, that's not taken well anymore. <laughs> yeah, and then like, all of- oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, like, no man. I mean, like, it's awesome. Awesome, good. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome, yeah. good. Like, thumbs up, buddy. <clears throat> oh. Just say sweet. <laughs> In the generic term. Ooh, sugar. All right. <laughs> sugar. Uh, <laughs> um, and so are there any events for this year that you have kind of planned out or any yeah. other areas you're hitting? Yeah. So right now we're focusing on seeing if we can do a launch date for the Boise 208 area, Boise Meridian, Idaho in September, as well as the Bay Area. Okay. In Maui, I'll have my first seminar February or April of uh, 2000, 2021. And then uh, currently working on some partners here in the San Diego region and seeing where that so, will go. So Maui 2021. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's real awesome. Yeah, yeah. And San Diego. It's hopefully. Sweet. Yeah. It's sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> San Diego would be good. I, I got to just see if I can afford my partners down here. You know, I got to see. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah. See what's yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about sponsorships, Man, Coach, we want to... Uh, Really appreciate you coming on. I mean, yes. we're, we're running out of time. Yep. Who we got? But we're going to keep on chatting just a little bit for uh, after hours. Yep. If you want to see that or listen to that, catch us on the SoundCloud. But uh, once again, guys, you guys are on uh, Island Block Radio powered by Dash. Dash. And we appreciate Coach V coming on once again, Mondays, 7 p.m. Yes. Basically, basically a free uh, motivational speak. Speech every every Monday. Yeah, I'm Tell telling me. you. And if you haven't listened, and you're gonna listen, yeah, strap on the headphones, have a seat, strap in, because you're gonna go for a ride. Listen, coach. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, message. man, just listen and basically just get some stuff out and start working. He'll make you. He'll motivate you to work. I tell you. Tell you what, you'll get up and mow your lawn the next day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Any? Uh, you have your. Oh, let's do your tags real quick. Facebook at Coach Viliami as well as on Instagram at Coach Viliami, Twitter at Coach Viliami, Viliami Tuibai, T-U-I-B-A-I on LinkedIn.